Hello, everyone. It is I, Khalil Green, and welcome back to the Almighty Show. Man, man, man. The world of sports has been going crazy lately. Um, I know you all have been seeing what's been going on, you know. Um, we've been seeing the playoffs for the NFL. We've been seeing uh, what's been going on in the NBA lately. It's a whole lot of crazy stuff going on. Like, everybody's been going off in the NBA. Uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander literally just dropped 42 and three quarters. Like, what the heck? And came up with one of the coldest captions known to man. I'm talking about some. He like his 42 on the rocks. Three quarters full. Like, that's bars. Come on now. Come on now. He always has the best caption games. I, I advise that you guys go look at Shy Gilgis Alexander's captions on Instagram. And Rilo Rodriguez, but, you know, that's another convo for another time. But people have been going off lately in the NBA. Um, I mean, you've seen it with Shy Gilgis. Luke has been going on a tear. Nikola Jokic is averaging a triple-double, which is crazy for a center. Uh, MB just put 47 on Jokic's head. LeBron is literally about to pass the all-time scoring record. Like, a record that hasn't been broken since 1984 is finally coming down like we are witnessing history right now this is insane you know um it's been a lot going on you feel me it's been a lot going on the script writers for the nba and the nfl they've been doing what they need to do and low-key in the wnba i know there was a, a super team that just formed with uh the las vegas aces i know candace parker literally just joined them and they all already had uh, the rookie of the year, the MVP, the second leading scorer in the WNBA. Things were are looking up already for them, which is insane. Um, but yeah, with all the madness that's been going on in the NBA, uh, some crazy news has been going on. You know, as the trade deadline has been approaching, uh, I think it ends February 9th. So. In a couple of days, in a couple of days, um, yeah, two well, not two days ago, on February fifth, Kyrie Irving requested a trade. No, actually, on February third, February third, Kyrie Irving requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets, and the Brooklyn Nets have been going through all types of turmoil this season. You know, in the off season. Uh, Kevin Durant wanted requested a trade. He was like, "Yo, get me up out of this hellhole." I mean, even before this offseason, last last season, you know, James Harden forced his way out of there. He had enough of it, you know. They've been battling injuries and they've been going through a lot of drama off the court and he's had enough. He wanted to go to Philly, so he, he forced his way out of there. Um, and then you got this offseason with Kevin Durant requesting a trade. He said he wanted to go to the Suns or the Heat, which would have been insane just to think about, you know, KD on one of those teams. They are instantly a title contender already if they aren't already, you know. Um, so KD requested a trade, right? Then we had the uh, the whole Kyrie Irving situation part three, part two. I don't, I don't even know. I won't even keep up at this point, you know, but... Uh, first, it was the no vaccine stuff, which everybody has their opinion on. You know, that's a whole nother combo for another time. And then uh, this year, you had Kyrie with 
in that drama with uh, him sharing the link to the Amazon movie and people were trying to label him as anti-Semitic, which is insane. I'm a stand on that. It is insane. You guys, not you guys, but the media tried to label him as anti-Semitic, knowing that he's a very giving person, knowing he's a very loving person from his actions and where he's donated and stuff like that, his past efforts. I don't know the man personally, but from the outside looking in, looking at his you know, his donations, his charity work, the things he's said and done for those, you know, you know, giving selfless, selflessly godly. That's a hard word to say. Uh, it's it's pretty it's a pretty crazy label for real. Uh, so he got himself into, you know, quite a bit of a storm when it, a media storm when it came to him sharing that link. And then you had the Nets owner, Joe Sy, which I want to go on record and saying he's one of the worst owners. Like he's, he's incredibly petty. He's bashed his players out in public. He has no control over his own team. And I just feel like he's a perfect example of, of how to not run a basketball organization. I seen a post somewhere that said, um, you know, the Nets had KG, they had Paul Pierce, Joe Johnson, Brooke Lopez, uh, KD, Harden, Kyrie, now Ben Simmons, and they still have not seen the Eastern Conference Finals. I know KD uh, was, and the Nets were hella close in 2021 when KD was a shoe size too big. And his footer was on the line and they ended up going to overtime instead of them winning the game. That was the closest chance they had. And now that that window is closing and it's, it's not seeming it's going to get any bigger, you know. So <sighs> they've been in a whirlwind of trouble for real. Besides the Kyrie drama, they ended up firing Steve Nash after telling Steve Nash, hey, you're going to be OK. You're not. Your job is safe just to turn around and fire his ass <laughs> not too long afterwards. And. At first, I was like, dang, they really did it. I, I was surprised, but I was low-key happy because... Well, not happy. I'm not praying on another man's downfall. That's insane. That's, that's actually insane. But I was relieved because Steve Nash is not a good coach. He was an amazing player, don't get me wrong, but he just didn't know how to how to coach the Brooklyn Nets. Or he didn't know how to establish a culture, I guess you could say, like Jack Vaughn has been able to do, you know? So... Maybe it was a blessing in disguise because Jock Vaughn is infinitely better for this team, for this Nets team specifically, on being able to build the culture, to hold the players accountable, stuff like that. Same way Ime Udoka was able to um, establish that culture for the Celtics uh, right after Brad Stevens left. Like, Brad Stevens was an amazing coach. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, you know, Ime Udoka sort of had the Steve Kerr effect and just took them to another level after Brad Stevens, you know, helped polish their game and whatnot. So that was pretty crazy to see. Speaking of Emil Doka, what the heck was that whole situation like? First and foremost, how are you going to cheat on Nia freaking long? Nia long? Like what? Are you insane, my brother? Oh, man. But <sighs> that's crazy. I'm, I'm actually surprised that the, the Celtics has been even better than last season like I know it took like half the season for the Celtics to turn around last year but they've been on a tear this whole entire season 
and they're my favorites to win the championship. I think Jason Tatum should win MVP. Uh, that's like the inner St. Louis bias in me, but I just think he's like one of the best two ways in the league. It's him, Giannis. Um, let me think. I mean, Joel and B got to be up there for real. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. They, they all the best in the league when it comes to two-way players, you know? And the fact that it's not even just like Jason Tatum's team. It's like a 1A, 1B type of situation for the Celtics with JT and Jalen Brown. Um, it's just, you know, your two best players being uh, two-way players is amazing. And I, I really wish that, you know, the Clippers were able to capitalize on this because we have the same situation sort of. But, you know, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they're starting to get a little old, you know, and it's a young man's league now, you know. Last season was sort of a turning point. You know, the old generation of superstars, were, uh, it was like that was the last championship for real. The Warriors was the symbol of change. That was the last the last championship won by the current superstars. So like LeBron, Steph, KD, in my eyes, those, those, that was the last time we were going to see one of them win a championship. Now it's the young guys. You're going to see JT, JB, guys like John Morant go crazy, Luca. Uh, shoot, who else? Who else? I, I can't even think off the top of my head right now, but you get the gist. You get the gist. Um, speaking of Luca, though, it's really crazy how, you know, through all this turmoil the Nets have been going through, they instantly traded to Kyrie like they was done with bro like <laughs> like two days after he requested a trade they really traded his ass I really think it was petty though by Joe side to make it his objective to not go to the Lakers even though they would have been better off with the Lakers deal and I will say right now currently it is a better deal for them to get Spencer Dinwiddie to get uh who else to get it? Dorian Finney-Smith they are pretty nice. I don't know why the Mavs gave Dorian Finney-Smith up. I think they should have gave up Reggie Bullock, his non-shooting ass. But um, the Lakers was going to give them more players. They was actually going to give them draft picks because, you know, Brooklyn is in the gutter when it comes to tra- draft picks. Um, the Celtics literally just stole every single draft pick. Like, it was highway robbery from them whenever they got Kevin Garnett and Paul, George- Paul Pierce. Golly. Um, so I don't know why they didn't take that Lakers pick, but you know, pettiness is going to be pettiness. Josiah is a certified W hater. I can't, I can't knock his hustle for real, for real. But, um, that whole situation was crazy. I'm excited to see what Luca and Kyrie will do. I didn't necessarily imagine them being a duo or them being together. You know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> off the court, they're very very different personalities you know Luca's very laid back he's very cool he be chilling and uh wherever he's from I forgot one of the Slovenia whatever wherever he's from no disrespect and you know you got Martin Luther Nerver over here uh preaching up and down to the congregation you know what I'm saying (laughs) but I'm actually excited there too you have the most skilled offensive player ever with one of the best could be one of the greatest up-and-coming players you know of this generation you know what i'm saying so 
I'm excited to see how, how how this turns out for real, for real. I feel bad for the other three people on the court with them because they are not touching the ball at all. They're just basically going to be out there playing defense and doing suicides for 48 minutes. <laughs> um, but sure, it is what it is. I'm excited to see where this Mav team go. I'm happy that they got Lucas some help because he was going to burn out. Like, if they didn't get him some help, he was going to be screwed for real, for real. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see how this goes for real. The script writers have been going crazy this NBA season. And speaking of script writers, the NFL season is, is turning out pretty amazing too. Uh, you had the playoffs, well, the, the, the divisional round, the AFC and the NFC championship not too long ago. You had the Eagles and the 49ers go against each other, and you had the Bengals and the Chiefs go against each other. Eagles and 49ers. I expected the game to to be way more competitive than what it turned out to be. Um, I feel bad for Nick Bosa out there. He, he, I think he ended up getting injured in the first quarter, and Eagles was just running it up. I mean, I, I expected, I low key expected the 49ers to go all the way to the Super Bowl, but you know, I thought they was dark horses. I I didn't necessarily know who was gonna make it all the way, but I expected them to make some damage, do some damage, you know. Um. Yeah, I feel bad for the 49ers though because you know going down to your fourth string quarterback and he even gets injured is insane. Like, what is going on in that in that organization? They could have just got me out there if they flew me out to San Francisco. I would have loved to play quarterback and get the ball to Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel, whoever the case may be. Man, like, sheesh. Yeah, but that was that was pretty horrific to see. Eagles defense went crazy. Jalen Hurts went crazy. People keep doubting him. I think he should be the MVP of the season because it was clear that when he was injured, they couldn't get it done with like any other quarterback. And people wanted to downplay uh, Jalen Hurts and act like he's, you know, they try to they try to label every black quarterback that knows how to run as a scrambling QB or a running back, which is mildly racist. You know what I'm saying? It's almost the same as when the NFL owners used to ask black scrambling quarterbacks or black mobile quarterbacks to change their position to wide receiver. Like, are you insane, bro? Yeah, they they really Yeah, they've been they've been playing with Jalen Hurts top for real, for real. Um like he don't got that dog in him. Literally. I mean he's he's a Q. You know, make it so far. But Eagles, Eagles, I don't know, man. They they just got what it takes for real, bro. Like Chiefs, they've been just so injured and we're going to get to them. But Chiefs have been very injured and the 49ers defense has just been, I mean, not 49ers, the Eagles defense have just been insane, really. It's just been insane. Oh, with Fletcher Cox and Donna Sue, Darius Slay, that secondary, bro. Like, yeah, they, they got what it takes for real, for real. And not to take anything away from Patrick Mahomes, because he's a god for real. He, he's, I'm gonna be real. He's the greatest quarterback ever, but he just don't have the back accolades to back it up right now. Like the fact that he's made five straight AFC championships or hosted five straight in all five seasons he started. Man, he, he's gonna be goaded. He's gonna be goaded. But. um Speaking of the Chiefs, that Bengals-Chiefs game was amazing to watch. T. Higgins was taking the top off niggas. Jamar Chase taking the top off niggas. Uh, I thought 
I thought they were going to lose just solely because of superstition. Like they were heckling the Chiefs way too much, calling it Burrowhead and the the Cincinnati mayor saying he's Patrick Mahomes' dad. Like that's just beyond disrespectful, bro. Like you're not supposed to say that before the game. Like at least if you're going to say all of that, wait till after you win, bro. Like you're tweaking. You're you're really tweaking. Or you should have said that for last year. You should have done it last year. You know that was your chance. But y'all were talking too much stuff. Y'all was getting them hype, giving them energy to to feed off of. And y'all saw what happened. Uh, the fact that the Chiefs won and they their roster was very depleted. Mahomes on an injured ankle. Kelsey had a messed up back. Like, you can't write a better script than that. Like, bravo. Hands, hats off to, to the script writers. Give it up. Give it up for them, man. Give it up. Give it up. Those guys went crazy for this script. I will not lie. Um, yeah, but after that game, after like witnessing that game, I, I I seen the talks on Twitter. I seen the talks on the ESPN talk shows and the sports shows and stuff. It's undeniable now that Patrick Mahomes is already a top five quarterback ever. If he retired right now, like if he just skipped out on the Super Bowl and just went straight home to his, his wife and kids, Jackson Mahomes doing TikToks or, you know, just chilling with the snow bunnies, he would easily be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, there's no debating on that. You feel me? Uh, but even though I would love for him to win, I, I want him to, to... It's either him or Jalen Hurts getting MVP. I would not be mad at if any of them won. I am tired of quarterbacks only winning MVP. It's a QB award at this point. We should start like being diverse with who we give the awards to because be real, y'all. Come on now. It, it, I know quarterbacks is a very, very, it's a big factor when it comes to team wins, but they aren't the only ones who can become the most valuable. We can give it to a defensive player, a running back, a wide receiver. I don't want to go as far as saying an offensive lineman, but shit, it is what it is. Um... Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes won MVP. I want Patrick Mahomes to get him another ring. I want him to get another MVP because people have been playing with his top. Like he's not, he hasn't been the best quarterback in the league since he's been starting. First, it was Lamar Jackson. Then um, Patrick Mahomes just just went crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, that's who I have. I have I have the Eagles win at the Super Bowl. I would love it for it to be a very competitive game. I don't have a dog in the fight. My team is the Packers. We're out the playoffs, so I don't have a, a team and a dog in this dog fight. So, you know, whatever happens, it is what it is. I ain't tripping too hard. Um, but yeah, speaking of Lamar Jackson, I was really I feel like everybody was rooting for him. The Ravens was disrespecting him, you know, not giving him the money he's deserved. You know, he deserved every single penny on what he was asking for, for guarantee, you know, because you never really know. Football is a very brutal sport, and he wants his future to be secure. He wants to be able to, you know, just have that as a fallback. You feel me? Like, he deserved it. He won MVP. You're, the Ravens are nothing without Lamar Jackson. These niggas haven't even gave him a, a true wide receiver one to go along with him and Mark Ingram. Like, I mean, Mark Andrews. Like what is in what is going on in Baltimore? What's going on in B more, man? You guys are fools. 
I, I don't even know how to do the accent. I, I can't even do it. I'm sorry. Don't boo me. Don't, don't give it. Stop it. Stop it. Go light on me. Be, be, be easy on me, man. Stop being so harsh. But yeah, I mean, that's, I just want to like, once again, say hats off to, to the script writers. You guys have been doing your thing up there. Uh, I, I know you guys are doing this for the money. You guys want to be able to um, make as much money as possible, get as much views as possible, make the matches as entertaining as possible. Sometimes it's insane. Sometimes it's it's frustrating to watch, like, the refs not calling that foul on Jason Tatum when LeBron was going to do a game-winning layup or when LeBron was going to do that other game-winning layup against the Mavericks and got fouled. Or the other time when, but you guys get the you guys get the gist, you know. Um, it can get very frustrating sometimes. These script writers are very biased, and you can see it. You really can, you know. And I do miss that feeling when. Uh, well, I can't even say that feeling. I can't say I miss it because the NBA and the NFL has always been rigged. I mean, you can look back at the 2002 Western Conference Championships with the Lakers and the Kings, you know. You can look it in the 2006 finals with the Mavericks and the Heat. You can look it in in the NBA draft when David Stern uh, purposefully messed up the envelope to see who was going to win the first overall pick in the draft, you know, which turned out to be Shaquille O'Neal. I wish that sports were more authentic because you never really know the possibilities of what could happen when it comes to, you know, non-cheating refs or non-cheating commissioners trying to position different franchises to be better off. You know, it's a lot that goes into it, you feel me? And though I wish for sports to be authentic again, God damn it, them script writers know what they're doing. They just, they got it. They got what they, <laughs> they got what it takes, for real. But shoot, um... That's all I had to tell you guys. Um, continue drinking your water. Continue watching these sports. What do you guys have winning the Super Bowl? What do you guys think of the Kyrie Irving trade? Do you, who do you think won? The the Mavs or the Nets? And yeah. My name is Khalil Green. I'll talk to you all next time. Only on The Almighty Show. <laughs>